When you understand that social is not just another spam channel, you'll be able to create opportunities, new opportunities, and you'll also be able to support your existing opportunities, the deals already in your pipeline. See, the, the key thing here is social selling is strategic. It's not transactional. Welcome to the Best of Sales Skills Podcast. I'm Mark Mearness, outbound sales trainer and founder of Sales Development Australia. If you're a new listener, this podcast is all about providing sellers with skills, tactics, techniques and ideas to help them book more meetings, close more sales and have higher quality client conversations. Recently, a friend asked me to provide a a part of a chapter for his upcoming book on social selling. So it just made sense that I share some of that with our VIP podcast listeners. Rest assured, once the book's published, we'll have the author on the podcast to share his ideas about social. But I thought this was a good idea for us to have a look at, you know, what's social selling going to look like in 2023? So LinkedIn's a great platform for salespeople, there's no doubt about that. But the way people use it changes over time, as well as the way the algorithm works. It's regularly updated by Microsoft's engineers. And that means that what worked in 2015, 2017, or even 2020, does not work the same way as it does today in 2023. So what does work today? Let's have a quick look at the platform and the strategies that we need to apply if we're gonna use social selling effectively. So most of the bad actors on LinkedIn today use LinkedIn and sometimes Twitter as just another spam channel. They use a set of filters and usually in Sales Navigator to find your profile and then send you a message you didn't want, usually without any context and usually without any prior interaction. It's simply a volume play on their behalf. Once they have it set up, once they've built the messaging and they've got the filters right, it's pretty easy for them to do and just send hundreds and hundreds of messages. Mostly, these messages are sent from fake or ghost profiles. And the reason why they do this is because the downside of being labeled personally as a spammer, whilst that might be difficult for you and I to take, nobody wants to be considered a spammer. But if you're using a fake or a ghost profile, if it's not your profile, the downside is pretty low. So undeniably and regrettably, these actions are reducing the effectiveness of messaging on LinkedIn. But it doesn't make it completely useless. In fact, we can still be effective on LinkedIn if we have a little bit of a plan. So let's just take a quick step back. Why does LinkedIn or social selling work at all? Because we're meeting our prospects and our clients in their domain. So what I mean by that is where they're spending some of their digital time. Usually, they're interacting with their colleagues, their friends, or their industry inside the platform. Right? Uh, it also allows them to see more of us and see more about us than if we just sent them an email or made a call to them. In those scenarios, they don't get to see very much at all, maybe just our email signature. Okay? They can see more about the fact that they can see more of us makes it easier for them to feel safer engaging with us. And this is why having a client-focused profile is so important. But the real opportunity is a thing called the law of familiarity. And this is a thing that's going to set us aside from the spammers and the scammers. And in its most simple terms, the law of familiarity is the more I see you, the more I like you, the more I trust you, and the more likely I'm going to accept and respond 
to a message or an interaction from you. So if you create a bunch of awareness across a medium time frame, you know, so weeks before you start reaching out, you'll be significantly more likely to get a response. And this is no matter how bad your message is. Right? Then if, and you'll get a much better higher response than if you're just sending mass spam messages. Right? And of course, you'll do no damage to your profile. So how could you build awareness? What do I mean by that? So you operate in their sphere, inside their sphere on the platform. So what does that involve? So we do things like go and view their profile because they'll get a notification that you viewed their profile. If you're lucky, they'll view your profile back and they'll, that'll help them see where you're aligned. You can interact with their posts or their comments. You know, not everybody posts. Some people do the comments. You can also interact with the same posts that they do. So if they're liking stuff, you can like stuff as well. Um, you can interact with the same people that they do and play in the same sphere. Eventually, despite the relationship, in inverted commas, only being online, they're significantly more likely to provide you with more access to both them and their time, having built up that little bit of familiarity. And this is social selling, and this version of it remains as valuable and as effective as ever. However, because of the increased amount of spammy messages coming at our prospects, we need to spend a bit more time nurturing those opportunities and building up that level of a familiarity than we did previously in, say, 2015 or 2016. When you understand that social is not just another spam channel, you'll be able to create opportunities, new opportunities, and you'll also be able to support your existing opportunities, the deals already in your pipeline. So the, the key thing here is social selling is strategic. It's not transactional. So in closing, here are my key tips for using social effectively in 2023. Slow down your ask in order to speed up the results. Spend more time gaining permission to interact than what you do sending out outreach and you'll land more deals and you'll land them faster because of the trust that you build up through the law of familiarity. Use LinkedIn as part of your multi-channel outreach, but instead of sending your pitch or your main request through LinkedIn, where all the other spam is, differentiate yourself from those other spammers by removing them, by taking your messages and your clients out of the LinkedIn platform and into one of the other channels that you use, say email, text, or a call, right? And so what you might do, for example, is send them an email that talks about why you want to chat with them. And then, and this is of course after, you, after you've built up some familiarity on LinkedIn, and then once you've sent them the email, immediately send them a LinkedIn message that says something like, hey, Mark, I didn't want to send you a spammy LinkedIn message, so I've sent you an email too, and then you put their email address. Right? They're going to get that, and so that looks significantly different to every other piece of information that I'm getting, and they're going to be more likely to move across effectively to your email. Why? Because in 2023, we're all expecting spam on LinkedIn. LinkedIn used to be a place where we got less spam, but today most messages are simply spam. Most of the messages I get are spam. Non-spammy non messages are in the minority, so that's the approach that we should take. Lastly, take the time to understand the psychology of influence. The way that you ask your clients or prospects to do something drastically affects whether they say yes or no. So using influence strategies such as those taught by Dr. Robert Cialdini will increase the chances you'll get a yes and decrease the chances you'll get a no by up to 30%. That's it for this week. If you like this, please share it with just one other person who deserves to hear it. We want as many sellers to get great skills and tactics as possible. I'm Mark McGuinness. Catch you next time.